0: Good evening, patriots. It's February 4th, 2021, and you are listening to Living With Liberty, your source for common sense and truth. I am your host, Ryan. Tonight, we will talk about America getting back into the business of sticking its nose where it doesn't belong, all next on Living With Liberty. It hasn't taken President Unity's administration long to get back to business as usual and have America sticking its nose where it doesn't belong. Next up on where America is intervening when it shouldn't is Myanmar. Now, a brief history here on Myanmar. Myanmar was under military rule for 50 years, ending around 2011. The military was notorious for human rights abuses, particularly towards the Rohingya people. So the end of military rule and a move toward democracy was a welcome development for this country. 2015 saw the election of Aung San Suu Kyi, who was more in line with the military crackdown on the Rohingya versus the equal rights for all. So Suu Kyi ended up being more of what you could call a Burmese swamper, Then, a beacon of hope for true human rights and freedom and liberty in Myanmar. Nonetheless, this past November, Suu Kyi and her party won in a landslide for a second consecutive election cycle, and the military, not liking that, staged a coup, arresting the current government officials, and seizing power for a year, as granted by the constitution once they've declared a state of emergency, uh, which, important to note here on the Myanmar Constitution, it was written by the military. The military of Myanmar had been calling on the Elections Commission in the country to review the results of the election, as the military claims to have found 8.6 million irregularities in voter lists that could have led to voter malfeasance. The Myanmar Election Commission was dismissive in this, saying there was no evidence to support these claims. Well, now that kind of sounds familiar, right? The Election Commission's refusal to hear the military's claims has led the Burmese military to declare an emergency under the Constitution, they wrote, and to detain government officials. And, you know, this all led up to the uh, staged coup here. This, in turn, is where America starts sticking a nose into foreign affairs under the guise of promoting democracy, in air quotes. The truth is, I could care less about what some foreign nation is doing as far as governing itself. The biggest problem I have here is with our government's response and rhetoric. Now I realize It's exactly that. It's boilerplate rhetoric at this point and pretty standard for this type of situation. But after the election cycle we just had, the continued inflammatory identity politics that continue to go on, Uh, and you look along with that, uh, which we've seen in terms of squelching free speech and liberty, hardly puts the U.S., in a position to be a moral authority on promoting democracy. So what are officials from the island of misfit toys here saying in response to the Burmese coup? Well, Jen Saki has finally found a topic she doesn't have to circle back with you on. She issued this statement on behalf of President Unity. She says, We continue to affirm our strong support for Burma's democracy or, excuse me, democratic institutions, and in coordination with our regional partners, urge the military and all parties to adhere to democratic norms and the rule of law. End quote there. Well, isn't that just a big steaming pile of hypocrisy? Adhere to democratic norms and rule of law. So, Jen, you mean like how our mayors and governors in this country or certain cities of a democratic persuasion adhere to the rules of laws they allowed their cities to burn? Are are those, is that the rule of law we're talking about here? Do you mean adhering to the rule of law by sending out unsolicited absentee ballots against state statutes in place? Is that what you mean by adhering to? the rule of law, and by adhering to democratic norms, you must mean excluding the GOP poll watchers from the absentee ballot counting process. Is that the democratic norms you're talking about there? Are those the democratic norms you are referring to there, Jen? So since our election process and government are such a model of freedom and fairness, we get to lecture the world on, a, on democracy. Is that how this goes now? We have obvious corrupt practices, but we get to lecture the world on democracy and, and slap around these little countries, I guess. Do you honestly think that since the bad orange man is now out of office, the world is suddenly going to take us seriously after our own debacle of election, Jen? Circleback Saki also said the U.S. will take action against those responsible if the steps are not reversed. I'm sure the Burmese military really cares that we will apply full sanctions on them again, Jen. We did it for 50-plus years for the human rights abuses they perpetrated. And we just started removing them in 2016. They're not even all fully removed yet, from what I can tell. Here's the other thing that really hurts our credibility in my mind. It's easy enough to slap around these little countries with sanctions that have little to do with our economic progress and growth here in the U.S. Now, yes, I realize Russia is not a little country, and we have sanctioned them too, and there's active sanctions against them. But Russia is really on the same level as these sanctioned countries are economically. If we are serious about taking the moral high ground and being the moral authority on democracy, shouldn't China be sanctioned? Shouldn't we be cutting ties with them until they clean up their human rights abuses like we do with these other countries? They are the king of human rights abuses. I have a story here I'll, I'll link in the description box. It's an epic Times piece, and it's about the continued organ harvesting from Falun Gong practitioners. I'll put the story this way in in a bit of a nutshell here. Those who are having their body parts harvested were not sedated or given anesthesia and then had their bodies just thrown into incinerators, and presumably when they had passed away at that point from the organ harvesting. Now, I'll ask again, isn't this the very definition of human rights abuses that would warrant massive economic sanctions and cutting of ties until they were cleaned up? Yet here we are, we continue to admonish China, but never heavily sanction them. We never cut ties. We never make it hurt. We never tell them to keep your exports. We don't want them until you clean your act up. And oh, by the way, we aren't going to ship you anything either. As I've said before, cutting ties would be painful at first. If we were to cut ties fully with China, it would be painful at first. We're too intertwined. But I think we'd manage. Now, of course, this would never happen. We would never fully cut ties. We wouldn't even seriously sanction China. Because the corporate oligarchs that actually run our government would throw a massive temper tantrum. Now, one AP story I found, uh, it notes that Biden is trying to reassert American moral leadership. I honestly don't want to hear that line ever again until we clean up our own house. That means if we are going to sanction countries that abuse human rights, it needs to be all of them. China included. It also means that we are protecting our kids from the ridiculousness of pushing the transgender education and some of the BLM crap and other things we've just seen our kids being taught in schools. I've got another story. I think I'll, I'm will i kind of saving it. I'll probably go over to another podcast of just a story in Iowa, just a, quick detour here from this one on just exactly that. Um, It's it's maddening, but I, I digress. All this also means being the moral authorities also means we acknowledge the science of only two genders. There's two. That's it. You're a man or you're a woman. There's no mermaid, king, queens, no deer, butterfly, grass, hoppers, whatever. There's two genders. We are no one's moral authority until we clean up our own house in these matters. Probably the best, and by that I mean worst commentary on this issue uh, of the Myanmar coup comes from Daniel Russell, the top U.S. diplomat for East Asia under Obama. He said, and I quote, This is a huge setback not only for democracy in Myanmar, but for U.S. interests. It's yet another reminder that the extended absence of credible and steady U.S. engagement in the region has emboldened anti-democratic forces. What a frickin' joke this is. We've had steady engagement with China, and they're still communists, They still have tons of human rights abuses. You could argue our engagement there has actually built a rival power. Myanmar spent 50 years under military rule. I'm sure we engaged with them some over the course of that 50 years. I'm sure it wasn't a focus, though. And it doesn't seem like it did much good. What are these interests that Russell speaks of? Well, it must be all the handbags, wallets, jewelry, garments, and leather shoes we import from Myanmar. You know, we can't possibly find other places from which we can get those goods. Truthfully, it's probably the corporate overlords again pushing the, their interests in this narrative. Myanmar has been a very isolated nation and is ripe for more consumer choices. These are the interests Russell Light is likely referring to. Companies want the appearance of a nice, stable, democratic government amenable to businesses, so they have a shiny new market to show their shareholders and give their stock price a boost. The truth is, Myanmar's neighboring countries aren't worried about the coup and don't seem inclined to condemn or intervene in any way, and neither should the United States. Put the sanctions on for human rights abuses. That's it. I don't have a problem with that. There has to be a penalty for uh, taking away people's rights and liberties and not treating them as, as humans. But enough spreading democracy, in air quotes, or also in air quotes, ensuring democracy. The clowns here in our government aren't even pretending to protect democracy on our own home turf yet they are eager to protect it and ensure it elsewhere. It's not our role to be the world's policemen. If the people of those countries want change, it's up to them to fight for it. Which, in the case of Myanmar, they are actually doing. There uh, have been a number of protests against this military takeover. It's not up to the United States to be the protector of democracy or the moral authority on democracy, when we aren't either of those things within our own borders. We have to remain America first, then help others. We have to clean up our own house. We have to make sure that we are doing things that when we say then to the world, we are the moral authority, that we can say that with confidence and we don't have And aren't promoting stupid things like 8,242 genders or letting our cities burn while turning a blind eye. We need to be that moral authority on democracy. We need to allow the free speech. We need to take on these tech platforms that are squelching free speech instead of turning a blind eye to those. To tie up here, we'll use an airline analogy. You know, when you're They tell you in the the case of a cabin uh, decompressurization, you know, the masks will drop down. And they always tell you to put yours on first before helping someone else. That's exactly what we have to do here. As America, we have to put on our own mask first before we help someone else put theirs on. That's the only way we'll be any good to anyone else and have any sort of credibility on the world stage. Friends, that's my show for today. Thank you for listening. I'd be so grateful if you left a positive review of my show, should your listening platform allow for reviews. I'd also be very appreciative if you would subscribe to my show, as it will help us move up the charts and help more people find the truth. I appreciate you spending some time with me today. Please help us spread the truth by sharing my podcast with your friends and family, as well as on your social media accounts. Also, I'd be grateful if you subscribed to my podcast and signed up for notifications. It'll help you stay up to date with Living with Liberty. With Parlor down, I can be found on MeWe by searching Living with Liberty. And I also now have a Telegram channel. The handle there is at Living with Liberty. Liberty isn't a given. We must fight to protect it. Working together, we will do exactly that. Until next time.